This is the funniest part is that all week I've been like, Brandon and I have been talking and he'll just cut me off mid-sentence and be like, save it for the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. The Most Awesome and Brandon, a sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 208 for your eardrums guys do us a favor please subscribe leave five stars choose an email at mab sports podcast at gmail.com i brandana with me as always an all-star that needs no break most awesome that's right i i play through the season the regular season i go all 82 that's me you don't need the break you don't need the break, need the break. no i don't sir I saw that come up the other day. They were just like, uh, I was listening to another podcast that we were talking about like halftime not needing to be a thing in the mm-hmm. NBA. Is that, is that, do we not need a halftime? Oh, in like the a, NBA. In, oh, like just, let's let's keep going. Four quarters. What's up? Yeah, yeah. I don't have four quarters. Just bing, bang, boom. Just keep it going. Don't need it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Quick, I mean, quick, I think yes. that's more of a player thing. I don't know. Gilbert Arenas one time took a shower in his full uniform during <laughs> halftime. So. We'd miss out on those stories without a halftime. I don't understand. What is that peacocking? Like he wanted people to see like his jersey. Did he come back out with a wet jersey? I think he got a new jersey. I think he was trying to wash the sins off of it. I think he was having a bad first half. <laughs> and was just like, all right, I need to get in there, cleanse myself, get back out on the court. Because there's some guys that change their shoes, right? Like one pair of shoes, first half, one pair. And probably don't, don't talk about it anymore because it's probably the most yeah. embarrassing thing of just like money See, that's, that's expendable. That was insane. That was an insane thing. I don't know about in half. I do know. Maybe they do. But I do remember Dominique Wilkins, uh, I think with Adidas. I think he was with Adidas, had a deal where he got like a new pair of sneakers for every game, which I always thought was insane because I always like to break in my sneakers. You know what I mean? Like no yeah, one wants exactly. a stiff pair of sneakers running up and down the court especially like a professional athlete. It would seem like it was a, a rough deal on my feet. What was there any like Starberry issue? Didn't he like he had those really cheap sneakers, not yeah. cheaply built, but like he, he put them for cheap, but could he play in them? He did, right? Like nothing fucked up happened with him. I don't think so. No, no, no. I mean, he did put, yeah, they were, I, I actually bought a pair of those. I, I had a pair of the Starberries. Oh, yeah? They were like 13 bucks. They were super cheap. How was your hoop game? How was your hoop game in them? I mean, I felt I could cross people up. I felt a little <laughs> bit better. You know what I mean? I got the yeah. old Marbury, like, shaved down the middle right there in my, my hair. That was pretty sweet. The old Georgia Tech style. Talk about your move. What was your move? Like, I remember, so we played a little rec league basketball game. And you're the coach. We, we've we've talked about, like, the co-pilots before, like, in, yeah. in, in L.A. But your move would be, like, if, if you felt like you did – poorly like on a possession offensively you would have to steal a ball immediately yes yes especially well if i especially if i turned it over i was like i'm bound yeah. to determine to get it back <laughs> i'm getting this ball back i might have to arm bar you... somebody but i'm getting it back yeah for remember everybody is just like you're you're a volleyball guy so i remember like i remember you having like some kind of turnover and they came back and you were guarding the point guard and like he tried to do just kind of over the head pass and you left probably the I would say this. So we go back to the tape. Probably the highest you've ever leapt in your life, and just like <laughs> slap out of the air. <laughs> There's no way that guy was just like this yeah. guy. <laughs> this guy's got like a 21 inch vertical. Yeah. I mean, you just I was gonna go. I'm just a lofted over my. I definitely would lull people to sleep like that. They didn't think I could get off the ground that quick. <laughs> so I, I attribute that to to volleyball. <laughs> you hide a little bit. You're just like I can't let them know I jump. It's like it's like the Kobe. Like I need the spot. You're like I'm not gonna let them know I jump yeah. until I need to jump. It's I'm like, gonna I'm gonna, gonna make like, them think shit. that I'm physically limited as I look, and then boom, surprise, here I come. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. I, could you 
dunk? Did you dunk a tennis ball back in the day? That, uh, yeah, I could do tennis ball with regularity. I have one confirmed dunk, not in a game, uh, after practice in high school, off the bounce, catch it. Because I have, you know, smaller hands. I can't palm tiny the ball. Hands. Just say tiny, it, hands. tiny hands. Just say that's it. Right. Tiny hands. Tiny yeah. hands thick yeah, it's, it's, an, it's exactly. an audio medium. They can't see it's, them. Tiny hands. Oh, that's, tell right, your story. That's, for, that's for our guests in studios. Just listen there. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, off the bounce. I needed to get it off the bounce so I could get up and over to get the ball in. I couldn't, yeah. I'd have to cradle it, and that was too much for me to dunk. So, if I got it just on the right bounce, I could get it in. Nice. Well, we're full palm about to dunk this 208 in your <laughs> eardrums, guys. We're doing, oh man, this transition's still hot. We're doing rip from the headlines. We're doing NFL too early quarterback carousel. Do you hear about this? Your boy, Brandana, likes to get his news from Yahoo headlines. Gonna mm-hmm. update you about some things I saw. Get my boy's takes on this. Uh, we got a guest. Right here in studio that we talked about, guitar master, RJ Root. Master. What's up, well, guys? Thanks for having me. Happy yeah, to be here. Absolutely. Doing the Apology Showdown, he's going to throw us a curveball. He's just We've done it live once. We're going to do it a second time. RJ is going to give us a Neapolitan Showdown, and we're going to have to figure it out. Three to one, as we always do. Mm. Then we're going to finish, like you know we do, MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read: If you wanna be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, rip from the headlines. QB way too early quarterback carousel. We'll let RJ jump in on this. Um. Right now, everyone's talking about it. Like, it's before. There's a lot of things going on. There's two things we got to tackle out of the gate. And I think that's Tom Brady and mm. Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Okay. Most awesome. You think Tom Brady's coming back? San Francisco? I, I We awesome. put this out there. Was it two pods ago, three pods ago? I think there could be yeah. a little bit. I mean, now that there's even more chatter that it was a personality issue between him and Bruce Arians. Yeah. Kind of led to a fire. little retirement coming out a little maybe earlier than he wanted to or didn't want to didn't want to be there anymore. Um, I don't know if he's actually I don't know what the process I think he has to file paperwork. I don't know if that's actually been done or not. So just creating a little bit more speculation as to what's going to go on for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, a little like uh, paperwork, like divorce from the league, like you fill that out. Like I, there's mm-hmm. going to be I just like Tom Brady and RJ, I want you to jump in on this. Like it would seem Tom Brady on brand for me would be like i don't think he announces retirement twice i heard other podcasts they're just like it's kind of weird like his instagram announced retirement just like just flagged the bucks it was kind of like an all bucks career like yeah, you that forgot was about weird. yeah that the other 20 years that existed besides right. that buck here uh yeah. what do you think rj you i think, think i i honestly i don't think he knows if he's coming back yet or not I, re- I really don't. I yeah, think you don't think Tom Brady. No, knows I think the he's still in deci- Tom Brady's life. No, I think he's still trying to decide. I mean, I think he, if you're if if you're that fucking good, like you're always going to want one more ring, right? Like you're going to want to see how far you can take your records. I think he's trying to see if it's going to be worth it to come back. He's weighing it out in his head right now. I would think. I, I would argue that he does not know. Okay, so you th- you're you're fifty fifty like him if he comes back. Yeah, I mean, it's because it has to be the right situation, right? Like he can't just keep jumping franchise to franchise after like that many years with one team with so much success. You can't just like, I'm going to go to the Bucks and try and fail. Okay, now I'm going to go to San Francisco and try and fail. That's not a good move. So whatever his next move be, it has to be 
with a championship team, and I think he's probably trying to figure out if that's doable or not. I think if it's not doable, he retires. Yeah, but San Francisco has all the pieces, right? Most awesome. They do. I mean, they're 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 sitting in uh, a good spot. Obviously, they have to cut Jimmy G. That's going to free up another twenty million for them in cap space. Um, they don't have, I don't know how much draft capital cause they made that move to go up and get Trey Lance. So they traded away a couple firsts. Um, but you know, they, they, they could, no, they're, they're actually a little, a little dark or a little in the red in the cap space, I think like 4 million. So they'd be about 15 million in cap space. I don't know if that's going to be enough, you know, without maybe some free agent moves or restructuring to, to bring in a Tom, Tom Brady. I, I, I think they, that they're go ahead. No, please you go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like the, the 49ers are this like cute destination for a lot of NFC teams because they went, you know, right up to the last little bit there. Uh, and now the Rams, you know, potentially how their offseason goes. Uh, we're not so sure about their, if they're going to be the contender in the NFC. So 49ers are definitely a cute little spot. But do the 49ers sit there and go, hey, we're going to go. We made the move for Trey Lance. Uh, I've heard some more. Uh, nice things coming out of the San Francisco camp regarding him in practice, which, you know, it's just practice, mm-hmm. yeah. but <laughs> yeah, you know, it's also the San Francisco camp. It's like, Oh, it looks yeah. great in practice. It's like fascinating. Yeah. Great. Right, right. <laughs> Tell your story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, do we, do we just load up around Trey and let him learn? And, and hopefully we can make this Mahomes transition and, 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 and the stud that we think we got, or, I mean, I, this is why I think we're going to find out about San Francisco if they believe in him by like week two or one or the, the preseason, you know, like give him the, give Trey Lance the keys, let him see what he can do. And then if there's somebody that's floating out there, a la Tom Brady, that's when I think that they make their push. Well, but well, yeah. how, how many, how many like key members of their team are they going to have to drop to make room to bring in Tom Brady? San Francisco. Yeah. Like because I mean, of the because because of the salary cap, that's the only thing. I'm th- like, are they gonna are they gonna lose more than they gain just trying to free up space so that they can bring them on? Well, like I said, they're gonna they're gonna gain right off the off the bat twenty or they'll be plus twenty. They're gonna gain twenty five million for, by cutting Jimmy G, and that's almost gonna already happen. So I'd have to take oh, a look okay. at. So they're going from four in the hole to plus twenty. So you know, if Ooh. you think like he he signed like a twenty five million dollar deal. Uh, with the Bucks, you know, if they do like uh, two for forty, can they get that done with Tom Brady? You know what I mean, or even just like one yeah. for for twenty million, maybe, maybe they could do that. But I don't know. Also, how much? Like, I, I think it'd be okay. Like, if it, yeah, you're right. But if, he, if if Tom's coming back, it's not coming back for cash, right? Right. Like, so it's, I I think he's going to be super like malleable and flexible. That's, and yeah. to point, like, here's what I want to ask you guys: is like, I don't think Tom Brady comes back if the AFC is the NFC. NFC's wide fucking open about like making a run for a chip. Like your your biggest your biggest deterrent is if Aaron Rodgers stays, which we'll get to, and then probably Dak Prescott. And I mean that's that's just about fucking it. Yeah. Huh. All right, so yeah, let's jump into uh oh sorry real quick on Tom Brady. Because yeah, the, yeah, the, the the Bucks still owe him twenty million. So it's not like he can just retire and then be like, oh well that doesn't matter. They gotta get that figured out as well, too. So Tampa Bay has a little bit of leverage in that decision as well, too, because they don't have to release him out of that deal. Well, let's okay. So let's retired talk about this. Obviously, Yeah, obviously, if you retire, you don't get the cash, but right. it's just like they still they still retain the rights to you on that yep. contract that you signed. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So, so he they'd have to move that twenty million. This is is this becoming dangerous close to like an NBA thing where you're just like giving like dead contracts just mm-hmm. to actually get the pick. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we saw a little bit with like the golf Stafford trade, right? It was like, take this contract, take this burden off our hands. We get, we get yeah. the asset in Stafford. And in order for you to, you know, swallow golf's contract, we're going to throw a couple firsties at you in a third. And we did see that in the NFL for a while, right? This, this feels new. It feels like the NBA has been doing it for a beat, but it's new to yeah. the NFL. Well, yeah. I mean, I think we're seeing more aggressive, you know, teams with their cap space and their draft picks. You know what I mean? A la the Rams. Like we said, this is the first team that we've seen that have like pushed all in and then gotten the, you know, gotten the juice out of it afterwards. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. That was like, as a Rams fan, that was like amazing to see Stafford yeah, make the move. Yeah. And yeah, no. I mean, I was a Raiders fan. Oh, wait, 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 oh, was it amazing to have Jared Goff and then have like Matt Stafford? Like, <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> what a, okay, oh, okay, but hang on. What a hot so we're take. Getting, Get it out. We're getting, we're getting way off topic. But like Cooper Cup just coming out of the woodwork and nah, just right. have, like, This is what happens when you bring a Rams fan on. I yeah, can't, yeah. come on. I'm coming off the, the Super woodwork. Bowl. I can't not fucking talk about this. <laughs> That's fair. I, you, you know what? You got 30 seconds. Talk about what you felt when the, a Rams fan, like what you felt when they won the Super Bowl. Okay, how, can I start? How, can how I start with the, yeah. Can I start with the lead up during playoffs? If this, if it's, it's your, it's your thirty six eight. Okay, okay, okay. We'll double lead up. up, we'll double up lead up to yeah. <laughs> lead up to playoffs was like, like coming through playoffs was like because those games were not like that San Francisco game made me really fucking nervous. Yeah. So like it was sure. not an easy ride. But then it, so like I was well the the Cardinals game no sweat yeah no sweat totally fine yeah you knew that you knew you had that at the end of the first quarter. yeah yeah totally totally. And then uh, the Bucks game was just like, holy shit, Tom Brady's gonna buy yeah. a bunch of Bucks, Bucks game. Lots I, of sweat. When he, lots of sweat. When he did, <laughs> when he did that, you know, you know all the memes about like when Tom Brady leans over his iPad like this, it's all over for you. I saw him doing that in the third quarter. I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Here you have. Yeah, here the, comes, the only thing you had was like a Tom Brady like bloody lip, and you're just like, you should have oh, done, yeah. done that. Yeah. Made a terrible <laughs> mistake. But so then, like, it, it was really cool. I got to watch a lot of the games at Rams bars in LA's with all my buddies who are Rams fans. So it was really cool. Then Super Bowl weekend comes. I had a fucking gig at a really nice hotel playing a Super Bowl after party. So I'm like wearing a suit, having to watch the end of the Super Bowl, and I'm I'm like at a like at a hotel where we have a contract. So I'm like screaming for thirty, and then like, like remembering I can't do anything. So watching that game was actually a little tough. I didn't get to let loose like I would have liked to. But it was it was still yeah. What great. was the fourth the fourth quarter of that San Francisco game? They uh, scored was it thirteen zip? I think San Francisco like it, it was like a legit comeback. I mean it was like four o'clock in the morning here, so I was asleep. Was uh, San oh San oh, the San Francisco the, the SF game. game before. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yes yeah. Uh, was it third or ten or thirteen? Yeah, but they were they were down or tied at halftime, and you know then they they put the yeah. Game. But then yeah, third quarter what was San Francisco ran away with it right, and then we had to come back, and that it, it came like right down to the wire. Yes, like that. Drink last... Everybody, I don't remember. Drink. Yeah, <laughs> drink. <laughs> like, it's just like who doesn't love this podcast? Just hang out with your boys, trying to remember what sports game they watched. Literally, well, three it, weeks. it also doesn't help that I was fucking hammered by the fourth quarter at every Rams game I was watching this season, minus the Super Bowl, because yeah. I actually had to work that day. <laughs> the, the old wake me up in the morning. Who won the football game? <laughs> right, right. Where's one my credit card? Who won? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the old like, one-eyed. I can't remember that. Uh, all right, so Aaron Rodgers, we think he stays in Green Bay. I think he does. We got to talk about him though. He's a domino. Yeah, he's he a domino. I don't know. I think I uh, I think they they kind of have to. I I don't know where he's going to go. You know, he's taking a little kind of beating on his his persona as well too this this off season. I don't, where's he going to go? And, 
Exactly. Like on brand for it. everyone's preaching Denver. And you know, I'm the soothsayer about where quarterbacks go. I call mm -hmm. Tom Brady. I'll carry, call you Aaron Rodgers. I call Tom Brady to Ooh. the Bucks. Say it. Most awesome. You did. Say I called. You did. Yeah, yeah you That's did. Some, okay. There's no way Aaron Rodgers goes to the AFC. There's no way at this point in his career that he wants to battle with like, like four of the best quarterbacks we've seen in the league at this age, like at this point. Mm -mm. So he has to stay in the NFC. So it'd be San Francisco, which I think contradicts like his ego thing. So I don't think it was San Fran. There's no way he doesn't stay in the NFC North. Like he has to stay there. Right. I mean, yeah, I 100% agree. And um, I'm just looking at his trade. Like they don't, it doesn't save them a ton. It saves them 19 million bucks to trade him. But I think what we saw when he missed the game this season and where uh, Jordan Love was, I mean, we, we sink our, our title yeah. shot here. Yeah. So we're really in a spot where it's like restructure, extend his deal, give him more guaranteed money later on, which he's already what 38, 39. So it's like, why not take a little cash in hand, some more guaranteed money versus, and in the NFC, like we talked about, and a team that is, is right there versus, you know, pulling a, uh, um, you know, pulling a, a Tom Brady and trying to go to, you know, say the Colts or, or Denver or something like that. Yeah. And I would, I would say, so I, this is really close to home for me because he was my fantasy quarterback this year. Mm. And so like, I think his season would have looked very differently had two things like number one, obviously like the whole COVID thing that like fucked up his rhythm. And then he was a mess for a couple games after that. Mm -hmm. But also if he'd have played in the preseason because his, that week one, yeah. He was absolute dog shit. And yeah, then yeah. and then he finally got in a rhythm like he was like kind of okay week 2 and then week 3 he was off to the races. So I think this time if he comes back and he plays in the preseason and there's no covid bullshit, I I think his season looks very different. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that they yeah, got to yeah. also figure out Devontae Adams, which it sounds like that they're going to franchise tag him. Um so they just got they're 30 million in the hole, so they just got to dig out of the hole and and bring back their core players. Yeah, I would also think of Devontae Adams' decision would probably... Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers are having conversations. Yeah. Like, they had to because if Devontae Adams, like, signs that. Do you think, RJ, like, hot take that kind of seeing the landscape of the Packers, what's possible, beat a gigantic piece of shit like Aaron Rodgers is, does affect it? <laughs> <laughs> I just... Hot take. Like, do you think it affects hot take. it? Hot you know, take. And, and that's not a loaded question. You take that however which way you want. You being an absolute total dog garbage shit human, piece human of, being. Piece of shit. Yes. Shailene does it that out. affect? Did you figure it out? <laughs> she jumped ship. Yeah. Publicly. No. Yeah, she did. Um, I, I honestly, I don't. As someone who, I mean, we all played sports pretty intensely growing up, right? Like, it, nothing oh, off the... Nothing, you guys did. Oh, I, okay. So I, I played sports, all, like, very intensely during my, like, all from, like, K through 12, pretty much. My dad was super into football and basketball, so I played both of those. And, like, whatever someone did off the court, to me, did not fucking matter if they were delivering on the court. And, or same thing, like, on the, on the field. Like, on the, like it, it truly does not matter to me. Well, like, I, didn't, I didn't care if you fucking made out I with get the it. chick I get that it. I liked yeah. at the high school dance. As long as you were putting up points, I did not give a shit. So I don't think it affects that. I get it, but here's what I'm saying. Like, his energy on the field, like, reflects kind of his attitude. Like, he has that. We've all watched the, is there any oh, other quarterback, an like, okay. level of talent that like you've watched this give up on a fucking game, like not give a shit. 
Right, like that, right. yeah. that fucking he's, San Francisco he's, game. Like he just didn't give a shit. He's a notch below Jeff George. If you remember Jeff George, who is notoriously <laughs> bad apple who fucking thought, I mean, he had an amazing arm talent, was unbelievable quarterback, but thought he was better than fucking everybody. So yeah, there's, everybody. There, there's Jeff George. And then, you know, there's a few other guys and Aaron Rodgers is in that like tier two dickhead of a uh, quarterback. Yeah. He's he, like the basketball yeah. guy asking for the flop all the time. Just like yeah. always like, Actually, oh, you mean LeBron that. James? <laughs> oh. um, all right, let's jump into Kyler Murray right now. Is Kyler Murray in Arizona next year? What's up with this? I don't, I don't know. Get it. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. How does how does how okay? Because so we're so we're all we're, we're all old, but it's also yes. like I think <laughs> if I talk to the young kids, the happening kids, deleting all the shit from something that's part of your life means something. Oh, it's sending like, a message for sure. Yeah, unfollowing the Cardinals and stuff is just like not like the most like not like subtle flair I've ever seen. I know it's very passive aggressive. <laughs> I say extremely, but I mean passive aggressive like I think if you think you're that talented, like you're just like passive aggressive is your brand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's a it's a silly petty move, right? It's like you 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 know you got to think of that as like a, a an extension of your persona, an extension. Well, you got to be like ready. To, people... Yeah, you got to be ready to follow through. If you're doing this, it's just yes. like, well, what are you right. saying? Yeah, like... what are you saying, and what are you doing? Like, because people, because in this in this sports media that we live in, everyone sees that immediately and thinks, uh oh. And then it's like the straw, you know, the string on the on the thread of the the sweater, where it's like you start pulling at it, and all the stuff starts unraveling. Then you hear that, um, you know, that the players are kind of like, ah, he didn't take it as like as he should he doesn't take criticism like he should and thinks he's a little bit of a prima donna and then you got some stuff coming out and all here he is he's in his fourth year or heading into his fourth year the cardinals got to make a decision on that fifth year option or given the big contract now they they got this all in there you know you would think that that would mean that he's trying to force his way out because he's got a like super palatable contract to move you know, with it, like, I think, uh, 11 million bucks. So you could move that deal if you really wanted to, but you got to find the right fit for him. Is he going to like, you know, no one's going to want to take a pouty asset. Yeah. And he's definitely rocking the boat. I would agree with what you said, like intentionally. So like trying to, trying to make ways for a reason, but I mean, where does he, where does he want to go? Well, yeah, yeah. What's what, his, what, what's his ideal situation? Well, yeah, let me take this. Like what, and let's not speak follow up with this, but I, I would say like, I don't feel like you can rock the boat unless you're going to follow through, especially if you're trying to do, it seems like NFL is getting a little taste of NBA player empowerment. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to rock the boat, then you have to show that you're ready to like shoot the shots. And it's right. But so you gotta have like you gotta have the leverage. You gotta have the leverage. What's I, your I leverage? Has, the, the leverage is like, I'm not playing. And right. like, you get like, we saw, we saw that like crash and burn with Le'Veon Bell. Right, but it's like a court, like in a quarterback league, like everybody, nobody give a shit. Like Le'Veon Bell just came at the tail end. If Le'Veon Bell was in Emmitt Smith days, he would have leverage. Everyone realized just like I don't give a shit. I'll take three running backs at your cost and just be able to like drive people off the line. Nobody cares about the the running back anymore. But mm -hmm. a quarterback is like absolutely the quarterback is the greatest solve to be like, all right, my franchise is in it now. Let's go. Let's get a quarterback. Everybody would be falling over themselves to get. To get Kyler Murray, including the Vikings, and I think the Vikings is his move. Ooh, because I think, I think really? that's my first hot take. I think Kyler Murray has to move with what he's done, and he has to prove a point. And I think the Vikings can move on. I, I think it's my first quarterback quarter cell, quarterback carousel move would be 
we're doing Cousins to the Panthers, and we're doing Murray to the Vikings. That that makes a lot. Of I'd sense. actually like to see that team because, that like, Justin Jefferson was fucking amazing this year for the Vikings. Great. I mean, so, Vikings have been like the the biggest yeah. the biggest guilty thing of just like a lot of talent without the right quarterback behind it. Yeah, I I would I I would love to see that move. I yeah. So so what what are the so what is what is Vikings what are the Vikings going to give up to get him two firsts three firsts. <laughs> three first. Uh, yeah, I go three well, first. I, I, yeah. Also, I mean, but we're looking at like we're talking about player empowerment, not quite the same in the NFL. Like, if they know Kyler Murray wants to move, like the Cardinals, if they have inklings that Kyler Murray isn't going to start, then the leverage is for the Vikings. So I think, I think two first. I think this well, year's first and next year first. But this year's first is an easy first to get rid of. Also, by the way. Yes. Well, here's the thing too: is is you gotta if you're making that trade, you've also got to lock in the extension. Like you've got to get him extended because he's in the last year of his deal. So it's not, so that's, that's also part of Kyler Murray's like leverage in the trade negotiations. Trade me. If you don't trade me to a team, they're going to give up a bunch of assets. I'm going to sink what you can get back for right. me. Yeah, trade yeah. me to the team that I want. So always overlook thing. You're right. Yeah. 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 Thing. You, you don't want to damage the team you're moving towards. Yeah, exactly. So if you, so right. But, but if, but if it's not a team that he wants to go to, let's say they're trying to shop to you know, the best offers from the Washington Commanders. Get used to saying that now. Uh, but the Commanders uh, coming through now. Does Kyler's like, well, I'm not going to go there because I'm not going to sign an extension. They're going to probably pull that deal back. So now this is how he can steer the trade where he wants it to go by publicly saying, like, I will not sign an extension. Can I tell you, I, for a split second, I had no idea what he was talking about when he said Washington the commanders. commanders. You're like, we're not talking about soccer. I was I like, what? Like, what? I, I, yeah. <laughs> Is that a USFL team? <laughs> I think they should have stayed with the Washington football team. That was so badass. I love it. I actually, I kind of did fall in love with the Washington football team. I loved it. Like, it. It was it the initials WFT, kind of felt like NFT. I was like, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> figure this out. And, then they, the... and then they just make a, an NFT for the WFT. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love the, I, I love the plain colored helmets. I love they're walking out there. They're like fucking like army or navy. It's just like yeah, yeah, just yeah. like doing this football team. Uh, I like it. I I loved it. I I, I wish they would have stayed with that. Yeah, Washington Commanders. Like it, as soon as you said it, I was and I realized what it was. I was like, ugh. <laughs> All right. So so cousins. Interesting to the Carolina Panthers, not to the Cleveland. Browns. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah, let's set let's set the dominoes. They'll move on. It's just like, what do you think is the first domino that falls to get this quarterback thing happening? Like, do you? Well, let me ask you the macro and something. Like, mm-hmm. do you think do you think that we have like another year of the Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield? I think so because I don't know how they're going to move. I mean, you know, they they picked up his fifth year option. They've got eighteen million on the books for him. Uh, if they've trade after june or before june 1st that saves them 18 million so i don't know i don't know who the partner is i i would have thought that like the carolina panthers would have been the team to if they missed out on somebody would have been like hey let's yeah, I mean, do, you, do, Baker. Do, do you think cleveland's gonna be painting the corner with having to give them like the max or can they give them like can we finally get back to just kind of like second tier quarterbacks getting like second tier like three-year contracts yeah, I, I would, I would hope so. I mean, he's definitely not going to want to do that, but I think they're going to want to do that. Or it's, or it's if we don't give him the max, and we got to move on from him. This is our last year, and we're just going to have to move on from him. I mean, Stefanski is in a bit of a in a bind. See, that's why I would have thought maybe he brings in 
like you know the devil you know and Kirk Cousins and be like hey he's plus Baker Mayfield like he's a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield is and we were competing with Baker Mayfield so if we just get you know 30% more output from him you know does that mean you know AFC championship game potentially or you know what I'm saying like where's the ceiling for us not like who who lands at so Cleveland Browns with those quarterbacks like let's talk about the quarterbacks let's call it out like I mean we have Josh Allen we have yeah um we obviously have Patrick Mahomes we have uh Cincinnati Bengals Joe Burrow right so you want to do what you just want to go who's available like who's on the move you think yeah yeah yeah, you've got you've got got Rodgers which we just talked about Seattle with with Russell Wilson a potential move there Cousins Jimmy G I think technically is the first domino to fall I don't know if okay yeah because he he's getting cut. We've got Bridgewater and wait, in he, he is getting. You think he's getting cut or one hundred percent? I think it, he. I don't. I, he has not been cut yet, but I think one hundred percent he will. Because to save they, to save cap space, save save twenty million bucks, and they want they they're moving forward with them. They've reached their their ceiling with Jimmy G. You've got uh, Tampa Bay with that question mark opening, Colts and Wentz, Jameis in New Orleans or whatever New Orleans is going to look like. Baker, Pittsburgh, the Commanders, and uh, you know, formerly the W football, the Washington football team, and then Carolina. Like those are the teams. Thank you, thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Uh, Pittsburgh's gonna make a. They're gonna make a solid push for somebody. Is that Jimmy G? It might be. That'd be weird seeing Jimmy G in a Steelers thing. I I wonder if they're going because they're a, a relatively unfriendly free agency, you know, placed destination. You're almost they're almost gonna get the guy that is looking for a home because no one else, like a Jameis Winston, uh, somebody who's not gonna, you know, be able to go anywhere else and be kind of left as the last man standing. Or they might just say, like, we're just gonna build through the draft and and go after one of the four There's guys. A, I, I don't I the Steelers have ne- they've never done that in my lifetime. I can't picture them doing I mean they did it with Roethlisberger, which was in your lifetime. They was, but... I mean, sorry, yeah. yeah they, <laughs> when they draft him. They draft him uh, in the Eli draft, eleventh overall out of Miami of Ohio. Yeah, they draft him in the first round. I'm just saying, there's yeah, no yeah. one to draft in the first round. There's there's no one right now, so it's a two year build at best because they're not going to get a guy right now to build up to this. I just can't imagine them hitting the pause button on two years, which is what we're talking about. I hear you. Yeah, no, I mean, but but then who's going to want to sign in Pittsburgh? I don't like. I I think it would have to be like a Cousins or a Jimmy G. <laughs> Oh, yeah. to, or or Russell Russell Wilson. We've talked about this before. I, I, yeah, maybe I. But Russell Wilson, Pittsburgh doesn't seem like a big enough market for him. Like Russell seems like his priority is like I want to be a brand. I want to be LeBron James. Like he is, he's the nipping at the heels. Like dog was just like no one gives a shit about your brand, Russell Wilson. Right. No one right. Cares about like Mister Unlimited. Shut your fucking mouth. Win football games. Right, exactly. But that's oh. why he's focused on his brand because that's the one thing he can't do in football <laughs> games. <laughs> Perfect. You good, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Who's on the outside looking out? Uh, outside so looking get, in. So get... I I think it's I think it's. I mean, if we want to call it outside, really, I think guys like, um. Uh, Sam Darnold and like Baker kind of the outside looking in. Like, I think, I don't think anything like nobody wants these guys 
they're going to either have to play out. They're going to have to go. I mean, like Darnold's going to go like Mitch Trubisky route, right? Where he's going to go and be a backup somewhere behind like a quality team. That's, that's the next, that's the next step for Sam Darnold. Yeah. Any other teams like where, where are the bears at? Like bears have Justin Fields. They're going to stick with Justin Fields. Yeah. He's going to run that out. Yeah, I think so. I, I feel mean, like, they got a new head coach. I feel like the Eagles are happy. I feel like the Eagles are happy too. I feel like, you know, the 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 Lions might go through the draft. I don't see the Lions being like a destination for free age. I don't see them wanting to. They got to figure out Goff's cap stuff as well too. Um, <clears throat> you know, you start looking at, you know, the the Falcons or the Raiders, right? Like, I think that they're going to kind of stay with what they got in Matt Ryan. Uh, Carr's been decent enough, but he might be. I don't know if you're going to be able to make a trade for like a David Carr, or, you know, Derek Carr. I don't know if that's going to like, it, you know, fire people yeah. up and give you a chip. Yeah, I think they're going to give Carr a redo on this last season just because I mean, there were so right. many outside factors that he had zero fucking control over. Right. That just, I mean, that was just a disaster of a season. From I don't think any quarterback could have made that. Yeah. If, well, if yeah. anything, he the was the like him. Yeah, exactly. If anything, he was like the thing that bound everyone together, right? Yes. Kind of kept them a, a 500 ball club, which is uh, impressive for, yeah. for him. I will say this, though, as as um, someone who watches the Raiders all the time, this is like since he got hurt, this is the, the least scared that I've seen him play. Like he wasn't as scared to air out the ball a little bit. Like when he dropped back into the pocket, he wasn't so timid. Like this season was when he really was like, okay, I'm not like I'm not afraid of getting hurt. I'm going to sit here and look where to put the ball. So and it's the first time I first season I've said that since since he got hurt. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun team to watch. What do you do if you're in the AFC? Like if you're the Titans, like are you just like let's? I'm so afraid of those quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. Me, I mean, I'd be like, there's it's so weird. Yeah, Tannehill, you know Henry coming back and being injured, Julio kind of falling. It's like, what you know are are we gonna have to go to a like San Francisco style? offense right where we just we need to get aj brown like as many touches as possible we got to yeah, have a bevy I, of yeah. running backs to like you know to lessen the the burden on on henry right i i think that that's their kind of that's what they have to like look at that's what they have to transition their ball club and then then but i don't think they have the defense to like stack up and hold people to you know 13 points in lambo I guess we've been talking the shit about this. Yeah, we have. We're talking out of okay. So uh, real fast, one one time we'll do uh, the biggest quarterback move. I will do. Uh, let's each take a take on it. I will do Kyler Murray to the Vikings. Like Kyler Murray to the in. Vikings. I, I like. That it's like yeah. that. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with. Ooh, I'm gonna go with uh, Mister Unlimited to the to to <laughs> to, 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 to Pittsburgh. I like that. I do. I do like that. What do you got? What do you got, RJ? Big QB move. I'm gonna go with Tom Brady actually retiring. Ooh. Oh, not bad. All right, like actually it. retiring. I like that. Can't believe that's the log money. All right, um, we'll get to this. Uh, you hear about this? You hear about this? Let's go. Um, Kanye West. Oh boy. Is that your boy? No, I said, oh boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, uh, Kanye West wants his Instagram post to be deemed inadmissible at divorce hearing. Um, smart. I'm give you guys smart a move. Savvy move. Yeah. By his, by his lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> if there's one kind of uh, public interaction chain that you would not want 
for everyone to read, what would it be? Would it be email, text? You can eliminate one. You're just like, do not e- read these. Would it be email, text, Instagram? E- emails <laughs> post pre-2010. <laughs> get rid of it all. <laughs> I don't want to get grudened. <laughs> You're on that? What do you got, oh, RJ? Oh, my God. Um, you get eliminate a full thing of just what is interaction. Text, one, one full thing. Text, emails, God. DMs, like I letters. Think- if you I want think, to no i think i gotta go with text because you text your friends like who know you really well and know when you're saying something sarcastically that you would never ever say that to anyone in a million years yeah. and i think like i fuck i sent a text yesterday probably that i would like no one to read ever again to my dad yeah like it's i, I think i gotta go with text there because there's like first of all how many texts do you send a day and how many of those are inappropriate? Yeah, fine and then there. multiply that by multiply that by all the way back to when you first got texting. <laughs> yeah, true that. All right, true. So good point. RJ Sins fucked up text. Uh, I'd say this pot. <laughs> I'd say this podcast. All right, next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I can't. But you don't um, want to delete your your quarterback predictions. Those are pretty great. I want it there. I yeah, want exactly. It. The quarterback. The the podcast giveth and taketh away. <laughs> I would do. Uh, it may be after dark. Obviously. Yeah. Right. 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 No, it is. All right. Uh, Kourtney Kardashian holds hand with shirtless fiance Travis Barker after Av- Avril Lavigne concert. Whoa, um, that's that's a, that's a sentence. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How old is too old to be shirtless? And what stops the shirtless train? Mm. Is it? What was the last time you were shirtless in public? Most awesome. Shirtless in public. Well, I mean, excluding the beach. I'll get you on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you want to buy it all. I know you want to buy the apple. You can buy the apple. You can buy the apple. Okay. Exclude the beach, yeah. Okay, Brandon, how old are you? Shirtless where other people aren't shirtless. 39. Right, right. I'm 42. If it matters, RJ, you look you're like you're a young buck. How old are you? No, 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 no. He yeah. just he says, how old is too old to be shirtless? This dude was shirtless last night. That was last night. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> well, drunk, I, you know, drunk, in public, house party drunk is not is not does not count. I don't. That's not public. Yeah, I got. That's like I, yeah, the, that's like the text messages of partying. Okay. I, know, I, okay. I, I, I do come down with a case of take that shirt off, which yeah, is, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I know what the symptoms are. I know what the cause is. <laughs> that's on, that's on me to figure out. How old is too old, bro? How old is too old? Uh, or is it body for, shape? Like Travis Barker? Body shape, I mean, body sh- yeah, yeah, body shape has a lot to do with it. But I think like, depending on your body shape, like there's definitely like a tipping point, like an X, Y axis of like yeah. in shape. The more in shape you are, like the higher up you can go, like in that 40-ish range. But like yeah. shirtless at a concert, come on, come on, man. Shirtless at a baseball game, you see those guys ripping off shirts and like the 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 outfield, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Those good, dudes. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, you do you do get a gap if you have a letter like painted on your belly. This oh, that's is true. like all yeah, right, this is this is part of this is part of a thing. Yep. But to just go shirtless, like I'm grabbing some sun. Like that's that's a tough thing. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, my answer last, last time. ten years, yeah. ten years my less my age. That's my that's it. So thirty two. Thirty two. I, I was it. gonna I was gonna give a little bit more time to that. I was gonna say maybe. Well, you're young. Maybe like you know what you're talking about. Maybe thirty. <laughs> again, all, it all depends on body shape, but like yes. like, like maybe thirty five, because well, even sure. if you're really in shape when you're forty, it's like dude, you like. It, you could see that you could see the mileage on that body. You can, yeah. yeah. It's just it's skin quality more than anything else. <laughs> exactly. like, like let me like Travis Barker's skin does not look too great. Like if he didn't have tattoos, it'd really be a disaster. Yeah, there, there is like you get to an age where you're like you're you're daring me to ask you to put on a shirt. Yes, I would say if you survived a plane crash, you can take your shirt off whenever the fuck you want. 
That's my role. That's, Tra- oh, that's okay, a yeah. Travis Barker. Every day's a gift. Every, every day's a shirtless gift. No, if you were if you were a fucking war veteran, like you yeah. get to take your shirt off. Pop your top. You Pop your yeah. top. Yeah. Hell yeah. Else. All right. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Lohan joins TikTok and shocks fan with the pronunciation of her last name. I heard about it's not this. Not Lohan. How do you sp- how do you say Lohan. it? Lowen. Lowen. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Mm. Yes. Lindsay Lohan. Um, okay, so. If you had to pronounce my last name in a new way, what would it be? Delaney. All right. I have you as... Delaney. Oh, Delaney. 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 Dasun. Dasun. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Like you'll be there soon. RJ, what was your last name? I didn't hear it. How, how, how are you going to come up with a new way to pronounce root? Root. <laughs> root. Root. Root, right? No, I, I do it. I do it like a glottal stop. Like, you gotta get through it. Like, it's RJ Root. Like, root. <laughs> get, root, root. we are we are in France right now. It's RJ Root. 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 Speed past it. Um, all right, the applause showdown bringing us to that jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. Alright, Neville, let's show now. We got RJ Root, guitar master. Wow, we haven't talked a lot about. Um, so, you guitar, give us real fast. You play guitar everywhere. You play guitar for a lot of bands. I, 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 uh, yeah. Shirtless I'm, guitar, I'm, we get it. You're young. I have uh, never been that guy. I have never been the shirtless guitar really? guy. On stage. You've never been shirtless never, on stage? Never, never. Never been shirtless on stage? No. Well, I mean, like in high school when I was drunk playing at a party. But sure. Like, yeah. That doesn't count. That's like, right. That's, that's also something that. I would like deleted. Okay. Yeah. Um, I uh, so I've, I've been very fortunate. Um, I decided I wanted to play guitar for a living at 17, and just kind of kept doing it. Um, I'm a sideman. I'm a music director for a lot of different artists in Los Angeles. I do a lot of session work, um, nice. a lot of consulting, uh, production, all, basically all things music. Um, I do actually um, a lot of uh, composition. I've I've uh, written music for commercials and stuff like that. Would love to get into film someday, but yeah, just been really lucky to just. Um, practice guitar all the time and geek out about music and now people pay me to do it so I'm very yeah put you on the spot this guy like really can uh, i mean it's it's he can he can I, tickle the ivory wait no that's not the yeah, I was saying, yeah i was like that's piano I do, no i do play there. piano too as well oh, yeah, all, right. Piano? Yeah. Oh, all right all right fine yeah. all right <laughs> I guess we're well, a shout out where uh, where where can we find you? You got an Instagram we can follow. Um, yeah, Instagram is where I do most of my uh, advertising and all that. Um, so it's at uh, RJ Root Guitar, R J R O O T Guitar. Nice. So, yeah, follow Good. me there. Well, we'll yeah, yeah, we'll throw up a little video of him playing. Like yeah, he's yeah. like, it's Absolutely. really, it's oh, really I appreciate that. fucking shredding. All right. Like shredding. and he complimented my voice because people know I like to sing. Oh, were you getting on? He, the, were you singing? No, no, he not at all. crushed like, Wagon <laughs> Wheel a half an no, hour ago. It's karaoke. No, it did, didn't even count. <laughs> and you started clapping on one and three. God bless you. <laughs> yeah. Did I fuck it up? I yes, really you did up. one and three. <laughs> I fucked it up. Great, I knew. I knew. I was like, there's no. I started clapping. I was like, shit. I don't want to leave this you're, clap. You're, like your Kansas I'm City was showing. <laughs> Damn it! Wait, what's bad? What, no one gives a shit. No, I can't. What's what's bad about the one and three? Like, was it two and four? Yeah, two and four, man. The beat is always on two and four. You don't you uh, don't go. Yeah, Brandana. Like, what the fuck, yeah. dude? Yeah, no, no, I know. So I know. to, to give you like, if if you were to sing, rock me, mama, like a wagon. Right, that feels good. Now watch. Here's what Brandon was doing. Rock me, mama, like a wagon. <laughs> 
I legit I hear like, no Whoa. difference. I hear no difference. But yes, right. yeah, I don't hear a difference either. That's all right. It's, it's also it's okay. A, all right, it's, it's a crazy. house full of like RJ musical genius, like uh, his girlfriend musical genius. It was everyone just like, and I was just like, ah, I shouldn't be doing this. I, well, here's the thing: is, I said, you know, RJ, you know, we publicly we've said like we don't give a fuck. About, we don't give a shit about music. I don't need it. I, I, don't so want it. I, I love. I love that I am a guest on this podcast. That's fantastic. Like music pass. Yeah. <laughs> I think Brandon's like that's the thing I gotta pay someone to do for this movie I'm working on. God damn. It. I know. I didn't get into it. But Joel, I, I'm sure you're gonna set us up for something. But Neapolitan Showdown. What do you want us to rank, bro? Okay. Like as now as you set it up with that, I don't know if this is gonna be a good one because sure, I don't know if you know as good. many. But, but no, we're like, fine. I was gonna say. Who are the who are the top three guitar players you'd think would make great quarterbacks in the NFL? Oh, top three quarter guitar players that make. Whoa. Can I just say? First the, off, can I say? You're, you're making me struggle with top three. Okay, players. okay. Yeah. If we can't do guitar players, top three musicians like could be singers, could be composers. Like, okay. Anyway, just anyone in music. Who That's do you good. Think, yeah, that helps. Okay. Who's who's the Cubies. top who's the top three music related people you think that would be good quarterbacks? And you have to uh, qualify your answers. I need to know why. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we, we definitely we don't skate around. Please <laughs> don't skate to, around. To breathe into our answers. I love that the lead into this though, by the way, was like, I don't give a fuck about music. Okay, let's talk about yeah. music. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, this is good, this is good. All right. Um so I I want I wanted a leader. Okay, so my number three spot, I'm gonna go. And I think this probably be higher, but I'm gonna do. I'll do Freddie Mercury. Oh, I don't know what his answer is, but you already won. That was great. Because he, because he seems like he's a <laughs> leader. Like you watch him, ew, ew, like walking out, like being able to command a stadium of people and doing like your own, like brand of music and firing off. Is like we're talking about quarterback a leader of people and this guy also seemed disciplined enough where he was just like i'll put in the reps i'll get it done freddie mercury number three and i might have accidentally peaked but we'll see you That's definitely right. should have saved that for number one you <laughs> definitely exactly. should have saved that for number one exactly yes <laughs> which um, means you still have a shot to win my friend i do i do i'm going i'm i'm trying to give you because you said you said reasons why and, yeah. and that's and so i'm really focusing i just saw this last night uh on youtube i'm going with my number three sebastian bach and here's why because i saw a wow bit of, i'm going with deep a little cut. bit of, i'm going deep I saw a little cut. Bit of arm talent last night deep yeah cut. i know deep cut i know arm <laughs> talent that's a great point arm <laughs> talent yeah so sebastian yeah. bach was on stage right and someone flung a bottle at him sebastian back hit him it's on youtube you can watch then he grabs the bottle and is like pointing. He's like, who, who, who fucking did this? And then in the middle of with his song, he's like, can't break. And he fires the bottle at the guy that he thought threw it at him. Misses, hit a 14-year-old girl. Not good. So dinged him on accuracy points. A <laughs> <laughs> ding. A ding. But that's why he's my number three. But okay. right. Good call. Good call. Good right. call. Right. So that's my number three, Sebastian Bach. Uh, Pretty good. Who 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 wins the three spot? Oh, I could say right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, sorry. Unfortunately for you, it is well known in the music industry that Sebastian Bach is a nightmare to work with. Sure. So I mean, it, we were talking about nightmare QBs. A real Aaron Rodgers situation. Exactly. He was. I. You beat me by a half a second. I was gonna say Sebastian Bach would be Aaron Rodgers for the fucking Packers. But also, Freddie Mercury wins points. Not to kind of somber this up a little bit, but he literally 
did concerts like as he was dying of AIDS and he was like barely two weeks to stand. He still got on stage and did concerts. That's the guy that like when he dislocates his shoulder, he's like, push yep. it back in. Let's I got a game now. to finish. Let's, let's fucking let's do this play. thing. Yeah. Very good. Shit, I should say that for number. You should have said that for number, yeah, that for number one. That you really definitely fucked fucking... that one up. Okay, what's the um? What's the guitarist where someone rushes on stage? He's playing guitar. He takes the guitar off, swats him with the guitar, and then keeps. Playing. I've never seen this video. Seen... What is this? Have you heard of it before? No, I've no, never shit. even heard of this. Not a great gotta... start. Yeah, yeah. No. that was your number no, two. No, but I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my number two is hits guitar hits with the guitar i'm gonna search like, it while you're while you're telling me your number two yeah what's your number two we'll find my out. number two um i'm hits gonna with go guitar, he's playing what's that no oh, he's telling me what to search for <laughs> oh gotcha okay okay <laughs> which is nothing worse in the world when someone tells you how to google something it's just like dude i've been exercising the same muscle as long as you have right right, right. <laughs> i know how to do a google search. but there there is have you ever seen somebody google something that you're like Oh come on, man! Is that, yes. is that how yeah, you're doing that? It makes you, that we're going it makes you see. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like, oh my god, I can save you so much time if we just. Yeah, exactly, sit. exactly. Um, so I'm going with my number two. Uh, uh, you said musician, so I'm, I'm opening it at all spheres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going, I'm going with the game, because the game was actually a D1, a D1 college basketball player before he turned rapper. So I know he's got some athletic qualities. I think he's big too. I think he's like six three, six four. So give me the game. Yeah. Oh, the game's pretty good. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and by the way, he he was he was a musician. I'm not saying musicians aren't like in good shape or whatever, but like what he did for a living was a rapper, and he was in fucking great shape the yeah. entire time. Like the dude was cut. Imagine if you paid him to play football for a living, he'd be twice that size. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's got he's All got right. popcorn muscles for rap now. Yeah. Sorry, Mister. I've never. No, no. I've, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going <laughs> to say, I was, saying, to the game. I was pausing to the game. I didn't realize, I didn't want to call him out and call him popcorn muscles. <laughs> yeah. but. All right, well, you win this one not only because I agree with your choice, but also because we still can't find that video. Yeah, so I got to find I gotta find the video. Like, it's really like, All right, so he hits it with the guitar, and then he keeps playing. We're tied up right now. This We're is this up. number yeah, one I spot. Know. is You definitely should have saved Fred Amir. I know, I know. That's, 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 the that's why it's tough. So I need a born leader. I need the number one slot. I need, like musician like going at his field hardcore what do you what got? got what do you got dude no i got yeah i, got, I found I got, your number two by the way oh you did oh who is it keith richards not a good football oh. player <laughs> <laughs> keith i think I, I feel like if you sneezed in keith richards direction he would break in half he would not survive a single sack in the yeah, NFL. Exactly. he would get he even would when he was younger explode. he would explode <laughs> if you hit him. uh yeah my, my number one spot has to be dr dre i mean just that guy could run something mm. he gets everybody excited i'm i'm going the pin ultimate like spot i know we're talking a little athlete probably a little older right now but back in the day it's just like get beats everything together like like bringing up eminem like everything he's done is just like i'm talking about born leader i gotta go dr dre absolutely good call mm. great call. Good call very good billionaire too maybe doesn't need the maybe doesn't need the nfl contract exactly playing for the passion play for, for the passion play for the w give me the hardware uh i'm gonna go with one of the coolest front man of one of the coolest bands of all time the guy that he passes the quarterback you want to throw the who's who's driving when you throw the keys he's the guy mm -hmm. that's driving i'm going with robert plant if 
fucking Led Zeppelin. Oh, I thought oh, about no. that. I thought about that. You're playing to your audience. Nice. That is a, no. The guest. Yeah, that yeah. is a great. Okay. Great call. I thought about it. This is tough, it. but I but like I do know how to settle this, and mm. it just comes down to like Robert Plant, great lyricist, amazing singer, like changed an entire genre, changed the face of music, like took his lyrics from Tolkien. Like that's fucking badass. Like yeah. amazing, right? Great call. I gotta go with Dr. Dre on this one, and Ooh. I'll explain. I'll explain nice. why. I'll explain why. He because you're in the room with them, and it'll be no, a no, long no, 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 no. <laughs> yes. No, because if you look like if like anyone who knows about music knows that Dr. Dre, like from the start, he was like he was the one who was making the tracks. You know what I mean? Like for NWA, yeah. like he was the one who was making the tracks for them to rap to. He was the one who was running the board, like doing all the production. And then like when he when he uh, moved into Death Row, eventually he was like, he was like, no, I'm going to start my own label. Fuck that. Starts his own label. And people are like, oh, it's not going to be a success. Aftermath explodes and is amazing. Then they're like, hey, you should never sign a white kid to be a rapper. This is a huge mistake. And he was like, fuck you. I'm going to do it. Like he's always forward thinking. He takes risks. I think that's what makes a good quarterback. That's what like Corvax got to do. I Real like Brett that. Favre. Uh, nice. Okay, real fast before we get out of this and we do our MVPs of the week. You did bring it up. Give us your top three guitarists in order of all time. For music oh. listeners. Oh, I brought a love. I'm a shithead. It's uh, your fucking category. It, it is give my category. Yeah, I deserve that. Um, can I can I pick a genre? Can you give me a genre? Like I can't. Uh, I no, can't... but here's what I'll do. I won't give you a genre, but I will give you, you don't have to put them in order. So top three guitarists of all time. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, Eddie Van Halen. Like, just. That's right. Like, absolutely incredible. That's correct. Um, no, just and, and, yeah, it's correct. <laughs> it's so good. far, so good. Yep. Yeah. Um, and not only for his playing, because he changed the way guitarists play, but also he. Uh, how did he change how the guitarists played? Um, he, he wasn't the first one to do it, but he popularized uh, finger tapping, which is where you're not picking the strings, you're actually using your other fingers to tap like this. And also, he changed the way the guitars play because he helped invent a lot of the modern techniques we use today to build guitars and stuff. Like he literally changed the way they were built, just by being like, "Yeah, I need this to happen." Like he, like we we do a thing called potting with our pickups where we dip them in paraffin wax to keep them from making noise. He literally was the one to create that. Like with he the, dip with the wax, the the pickups, the electric guitar pickups. They're like uh, steel steel bits wrapped in coil, and so he potted them. Potted them meaning like he he melted a pot on his stove of paraffin wax and dipped the pickup in it and let it dry. Like he just came up with that. So that, that's also what he wins. Um, I got to go with um, uh, a classical guitar player. If you're in, this is super nerdy. I apologize because I know you're not in, into music, but if you look up Barwaco, amazing, amazing classical guitar player. Just sounds really, What really do you amazing. listen for? Like when you're just like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Tone. Um, the, the sound is the first thing you hear, right? That's the, they don't hear the notes. Like when you hear someone play, the first thing you hear is their tone. Like what do the notes sound like? Is it brittle and crackly and they don't sound like they know what they're doing? It's a little bit janky. Or does it sound smooth and big and fat, warm and dark? That's what I listen for, tone. So uh, Barwick is one of those. And then the last one, I got to go with a jazz guitar player because I'm hopping around genres here. And I will go with, uh, I think, Wes Montgomery. West Montgomery, great jazz player, um, had had like, just when you listen to him play, it's it's a vibe. If you just like listen to a couple of West Montgomery tracks, his, his guitar tone is just amazing, and the notes he picks are really good, really bluesy playing. 
So even listen right now, if they want to get good at guitar, like what what's your hack? I I know there's no shortcut, but what is oh, it that made you different? My hack is oh, what is it that made me different? Well, you and it's like what can what can aspiring guitar players do, okay. and then like what is your kind of so, like? So what made me different was just literally like obsession with the guitar. I did nothing but that. I st I still do nothing but that. Like I've been doing nothing but that for about seventeen years now. And I, I literally was just, I just got obsessed with it. So what, like, is it like four hours a day? Is it three hours a day? I, at one point is in my life, like, it was eight hours a day. Just in just college. No, like noodling or just like doing Focus like... practice, rehearsals, learning new music, um, teaching other people. Like at one point I was, I was playing between like eight and 10 hours a day, like in college. And just, and just really, really focused. Um, the hack I would give to other people though is I, I, I do teach on Zoom. I do Zoom lessons for people who aren't in LA. But if you are in LA, I tell you, come be in the room with me because being in the room with your teacher and playing with your teacher is what is going to accelerate you like times a million. Because there's something there's something special that happens when you're in the room with someone and they can they you can physically hear and feel and you play together. You kind of absorb through osmosis like everything that's good about their playing and everything they can teach you. So that's that's the biggest hack is be in the room with your teacher. Don't do it over Zoom. And and also have a really good teacher. Also sign up for my Zoom classes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> RJ Ruby, plug it. Artist. Plug it. Plug it. Plug it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. No, but no, that's is, a great like, point. That is no, not to not to shit on your point, but that's a that's a a good key element, right? I do think there is like there's something to be said for like the community aspect of it, but also like like you were saying, the absorption of it. Like you, you know, you get this you get this flat message on Zoom, but being in that room is a different element. So I I get that completely. Yeah. What do you think is uh? And to close up, like, what do you think is the biggest thing that make people quit that like want to experience like playing the guitar? Like, what's that one thing, like that kind of quicksand they got to get over? Oh, it's definitely, it's it's being impatient. It's like, why why does, like, why, why am I not good yet? You right. haven't put in any, you haven't put in any fucking time. Like, mm. what, what do you mean, why aren't you good yet? Like, I, like. I, I just I don't understand that I it's it's really but that's what it is, is people go oh, like I want to play guitar and they pick it up and they do three months of it they're like it still sounds like shit and I tell them like, yeah it's gonna sound like shit for about eight more months so right. <laughs> buckle up you got some time <laughs> that you got to do but it's like it's like anything else like like the the getting good at something it, the process to get getting good at something is just sucking at it for like a little while and then eventually one day you go hey that didn't sound too bad at all. Right, like my right. mom, my mom always tells the story of like, cause I, I was self-taught originally before I went to college and she would like for years, they were like, close your door, turn it down. And then one day she was like, actually, that sounds nice. You should leave the door open. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, why, did, why does every musician story start, start the same way? Which is like, stop yeah. making noise. Stop yeah. doing this. <laughs> because every <laughs> musician's story starts with him just making noise. That sounds like absolute garbage. Right, That's right, why. Right. <laughs> All right. One is inspirational point that you could make to people that are like trying to play the guitar right now to keep going what would you say it's so much fun it is like when you get to the other side like there's nothing better than like playing something and really nailing it that feeling you have it's like electricity that runs all through your body like don't don't quit and miss out on like the most fun thing that most people never experience in their whole lives which is that just electric feeling of like nailing something when someone band. when someone starts from square one like what do you think is like the first time that they can start to feel like a competent is it six months you said three months but is it six months a year like how long do you think you really need to practice in order to be like a 
I don't want to say competent, but you know, someone that won't be like embarrassed to pull to play in front of somebody else. Um, I it, honestly, it depends student to student. I've I've seen it as fast as like a month. Like oh, some wow. people just have a knack for it. I've seen, but like I I would say like between three and six months, you could pull pull a guitar out and and play through a song. Yeah, maybe even faster. It just depends on the person. Like some, right. some people, I, I was lucky. I really had a knack for it. So even by ear, I was able to start playing songs like pretty quickly. <laughs> I could see Brandon's so. face is fine. Yeah. For me. So what you're saying for me, nine months, 12 months, I got it. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. He's going to and he's just like, I'll never, I'll never fucking catch it. Because it's most awesome. Brandon Sports Scott podcast episode 208. So thankful to have RJ on the pod. Thank you. Thank you for it. having me. Yeah, Dude, this is so much, so much fun. Love there. you too. Um, okay, guys, um, choose an email. It may be sportspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to hit up RJ, seriously, I have been around him for, we don't have a year anniversary coming up, but I did yeah. get to work with him in Santa Barbara. I got to work with him in France. He's the, uh, he's the real deal. What's the, uh, what's the Instagram? Uh, at RJ root guitar, RJ root guitar, any underscores or anything? I don't know. That no, 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 just RJ, RJ root, root guitar. All together. Usually you would have said it if it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess. I'm old, I'm old. You did sound uh, a thousand years old right there. Uh, Any underscores, uh, underscores or, slashes, or just like pound signs? Are you on like, the line? On, on, <laughs> on the line. On the line. You're on the line. On the line. Um, all right, MVPs real fast. MVP of the week. I got um, staff at the Bears program, which includes my boy, RJ, jumping on the spot. Uh, we are having a lot of fun out here in France. Uh, staff's kicking ass. It's kind of weird to go like eight weeks into a chateau you've never been at and just like teach all these kids. It's just like, it's indescribable. I was, uh, RJ and I were on a bunker like in Normandy, France on a shore, like on France. And we just had to hang out there for like two and a half hours. Yeah. It just nice. was the yeah. sunset. Amazing. Just uh, rechecking life. But uh, hats off to them. What's your MVP, brother? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Dr. Mrs. The commission. She's out. She left me with all three of the kids. So <laughs> she's having fun. Go enjoy yourself. Dr. Mrs. Oh, it's a night off thing. Oh, no, no. Like she's in Philadelphia. Ladies night. Go- no, no. She's oh, okay. in Philadelphia. It's a ladies weekend. She's going to see her, going to her cousin's weekend oh, or her cousin's wedding. So I'm dad. Yeah, I'm solo, that. solo dolo daddy right now. As that, does she check it with the FaceTime? Like just yeah. like. Nights and mornings? Is it? Like, uh, no, you tell no, her just no like mornings. relax. You're good. Last night, yeah. they were they went to uh, they went to this really interesting restaurant where it's like you have to book your reservation. She books two weeks out, and you have to book your reservation online. It sold out in like 15 minutes. This restaurant in Philadelphia. I don't know the lady's name, but then she does. There's no like menu. You sit down. She feeds you. It's a small restaurant. And my wife has eaten at lots of really good restaurants in New York City, uh, along with myself. And uh, she said this was like a top five meal that she's ever been to. Ooh. So she, she, she thoroughly liked it. So that could have been my MVP of the week, but I don't know who this lady is. <laughs> got it. RJ, you got an MVP? Oh, I do. My MVP was the woman this morning at McDonald's. We had to use the bathroom when we were going. To, so we, we went out into, into France to go like do some shopping and stuff. And so we yeah. just had to find a bathroom and stop. So my girlfriend and I went into a, a McDonald's. And uh, like we are those idiot Americans that speak zero French and are moving through the French country. And like literally the staff was like yelling at us, trying to communicate us and we couldn't. And there was a lady in McDonald's that come up and was like, uh, you're American, you don't speak French, just speak English. And we were like, yeah, she's like, okay, I help you. And then she came over and translated for us and like, like 
with so much like disdain for us, but she did it anyway. So she's my MVP. Mm, thank nice. you, random French lady. Who then I said, I said, thank you so much. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, have a good day, and then walked away. <laughs> so I know you didn't want to do it. I know you'll never hear this podcast. Thank you, French lady. You're my MVP. <laughs> oh, you don't know. I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe leave a sticker yeah. on there. You never know. We're international, yeah. RJ. I don't That's know. That's right. We are. 300 milliliters with cheese. We'll do that. <laughs> um, all right. I am Brandana. Ask him. Oh, shit. I forgot. Signing off most bestest. I wanted you ask yourself to sign off most awesome. All right. Sign off most awesome. Uh, in in uh, honor of my my number one quarterback turn or former musician, uh, I'm going to go with little Robert Plant. Hey, hey, baby. Is the way you move? <laughs> Fame. She likes fashion.